0: hello and welcome to the mountain brook baptist project 119 bible reading plan podcast i'm mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading god's word today is friday february 3rd and i'm reading from the new international version we are going on a journey through the storyline of scripture remember we started with creation and then the fall Then we went to God's promise to Abraham, and now we're seeing these promises worked out with Abraham's descendants. We started with Isaac as Abraham's son, and then we're moving on to Jacob. Remember the story of Jacob and Esau, and then we're kind of fast-forwarding now. Through Jacob's life, he moved on to Padon Aram, kind of fleeing from Esau, and he met Rachel, at a well, does that sound familiar? And then he was married to Leah and Rachel, and many years later, and some 12 sons later, he is going back to meet his brother Esau. And that's where we're picking up on the story today in Genesis chapter 32. But the point of going to Genesis chapter 32 is to remind us that the promise continues through Jacob's line. God will meet with Jacob today, and he will remind him that he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and now Jacob, whose name will be changed to Israel. As we're listening to the passage today, I want you to think about what is a verse that sticks out to you. My dad and my brother have this practice every day where they look at their Bible reading and they say, what verse stuck out to you? And so I think that's a good practice for us on this Friday. I'd love to hear your verse, so let me know. Send me an email or a text, if you will. And at the end of the podcast, I'll let you know what stuck out to me. Genesis chapter 32. Jacob also went on his way, and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw them, he said, this is the camp of God. So he named that place Mahanaim, Jacob sent messengers ahead of him to his brother Esau in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He instructed them, This is what you are to say to my lord Esau. Your servant Jacob says, I have been staying with Laban and have remained there till now. I have cattle and donkeys, sheep and goats, male and female servants. Now I am sending this message to my Lord, that I may find favor in your eyes. When the messengers returned to Jacob, they said, We went to your brother Esau, and now he is coming to meet you, and 400 men are with him. In great fear and distress, Jacob divided the people who were with him into two groups, and the flocks and herds and camels as well, he thought. If Esau comes and attacks one group, the group that is left may escape. Then Jacob prayed, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, Lord, you who said to me, Go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I had only my staff when I crossed this Jordan, But now I have become two camps. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me, and also the mothers and their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper and will make your descendants like the sands of the sea, which cannot be counted. He spent the night there, and from what he had with him, he selected a gift For his brother Esau, 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 female camels and their young, 40 cows and 10 bulls, and 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. He put them in the care of his servants, each herd by itself, and said to his servants, Go ahead of me and keep some space between the herds. He instructed the one in the lead. When my brother Esau meets you and asks, Who do you belong to? And where are you going? And who owns all these animals in front of you? Then you are to say, They belong to your servant Jacob. They are a gift sent to my lord Esau, and he is coming behind us. He also instructed the second, the third, and all the others who followed the herds. You are to say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. Be sure to say, your servant Jacob is coming behind us. For he thought, I will pacify him with these gifts I am sending on ahead. Later, when I see him, perhaps he will receive me. So Jacob's gifts went on ahead of him, but he himself spent the night in the camp. That night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched And he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day the Israelites do not eat the tendon attached to the socket of the hip, because the socket of Jacob's hip was touched near the tendon. Thank you for listening along as we read God's word together. The verse that stuck out to me the most was verse 30, and that's because it has the word penal in it or peniel probably. In my hometown, where I am currently checking in with my parents, there was a prayer center when I was growing up called Penile Prayer Center. And Miss Bertha Smith ran this center, and she was a missionary. And my uncle tells a story about Miss Bertha when he and his wife went to pray with her. And they dragged my little um, aunt along. She was little at the time. Now she's somewhere in her 60s and my aunt talks about how bored she was. They prayed for hours and hours, but Miss Bertha had such a a legacy of prayerfulness for missions and also for the world. She was kind of quirky though. I wrote a story about her in seminary. One person told that um, when they wanted to get right with the Lord, they came to her and she said, go home and take all that makeup off first and then come back. I'm not sure if that's folklore or not. It's neither here nor there. I thank God for those who have gone before us, who have a legacy of faithfulness to the Lord. And so as I pass by where Miss Bertha's prayer center is now, there is now a home for men who are in recovery from addiction. It's called Faith Home. And so today as we close, I just ask that you would pray alongside me for the men and the women who are in Faith Homes. Around um, Calpin, South Carolina, and also all the different addiction recovery places like our partner in ministry, The Foundry, in Birmingham. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you for this opportunity we have to read your word. Thank you for the reminder that we serve the same God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that God will not let us go. We thank you, Lord that even though it feels like sometimes we're wrestling with you, you bless us. You continue to bless us, and we thank you for that. Be with my brothers and sisters today, whatever they face. Please be with those in our fellowship who are suffering, who have medical conditions that uh, need healing for those who are um, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually in need. And we pray, Lord, specifically for Faith Home today. We pray, Lord, also for um, addiction recovery centers such as the Foundry. And we pray for those who are living in lives of addiction that you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, would free them. Thank you for Miss Bertha Smith. Thank you especially for her life of prayer. Help us to be a people of prayer and to recognize that as we pray, that you are at work in the midst of our prayers, not because we're praying good prayers, but because you are found by your people when they seek you. Thank you, Lord, for another day. We, we bless your holy name. Amen.